Tanya Reed was like a lot of women. She was not unattractive, though neither was she gorgeous. She was a woman with a kind of looks that either went unnoticed or sparked a person's memory of someone else. Tanya's tiny nose, at times, seemed too small to hold the bridge of her oval-shaped eyeglass frames. Her brown hair was of a sensible cut, the kind that takes only a minute to shampoo and just a few more to brush out. It was the look of a woman with plenty to do. Of course, Tanya could dress up. And when she was in one of her skinnier cycles, she looked pretty good. But mostly, with her well-trod sneakers and car crammed with kid stuff, Tanya looked exactly like what she was. A busy wife, a caring mother. When she flew from Amarillo to Des Moines, Iowa, to join her husband Jim at Holiday Inn, she had paid a little extra attention to her hair and makeup. She wanted to look nice for Jim. Reunions were important to Tanya Reed. In what had become a cruel merry-go-round in the era of corporate takeovers and mergers, the Reed family was moving again. In the three years since their baby's death, the Reeds had lived in Hereford, Texas, returned to the Chicago area, and gone back to Texas, this time Amarillo. They knew the drill. Jim went ahead while Tanya spiffed the house for real estate agents and packed the cartons for the movers. It was the last week of May, 1987. Jim had been transferred again by Swift Independent, the meatpacking giant that had employed him since he was a teenager, working himself through school. If Tanya wasn't happy about the move, because she would rather have stayed closer to Dumas, her husband was decidedly and justifiably bitter. His pay had been cut in Texas, and his responsibilities reduced. What could he expect in Iowa, where he was told he'd be working evenings? It had been years since he worked nights, but what choice did he have? He needed the job to keep the health insurance for his children. The Reeds had been boxed into a take-it-or-leave-it situation. He swore that once they were settled, he'd look for a new position in the industry. Tanya had come to Iowa to find a suitable place to live for six-year-old Carolyn and two-year-old Brandon Michael, a good school, and a doctor who could keep watch over the boy. Michael had suffered from repeated apnea, episodes during which his breathing abruptly stopped, and some seizures of an undetermined cause. The health of the Reed's children was always on their minds. On the morning of May 28th, Tanya and Jim arrived for an appointment with pediatric neurologist Thomas Kelly. The doctor, a soft-spoken, gentle sort, with a drawn face set off by the sparkle of eyeglasses, listened intently to the sad story of the couple's beloved baby Morgan and how she had died of SIDS. Tanya said post-mortem testing had determined that Morgan had fragile X syndrome, a genetic defect sometimes linked to retardation, though primarily in boys. Tanya explained how at one time she believed she was a carrier for fragile X, but that follow-up testing had proved negative. And while the information was interesting to the neurologist, he knew of no studies suggesting a link between SIDS and Fragile X. Both parents were concerned that Michael was suffering from problems similar to those of the sister who had died 15 months before his birth. Tanya did most of the talking. The 29-year-old mother rattled off the names and dates of medical procedures her son had endured, she provided the information in an extremely clear, ordered fashion. Her chronology left nothing out, so there was no need to backtrack on a point missed along the way. That she was able to do it so could not have been a surprise. Not only was she the boy's mother, she also told Dr. Kelly she was a trained nurse. Amid the medical diatribe was good news. 
Thankfully, Michael had not had any apnea episodes for a while. He was no longer on seizure medications. Dosages of Tegretol, Phenobarbital, Dilantin had all been discontinued by April. He had been off a home apnea monitor since December of 1986. Dr. Kelly took a single page of notes and told the Reeds he was looking forward to taking care of their son's neurological problems.